Hey guys, it's Sophia and Sydney, and you're listening to Brown and Bonita. Today, we sat down with World According. This magazine is a creative collective aimed at giving a voice to the next generation of artists. This episode is centered around the new artists, creativity, and believing in your business. We're saying that you can find our podcast on multiple streaming platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Our Instagram is at Brown and Bonita. That's B-R-O-W-N-Y-B-O-N-I-T-A. And with all that, you ready, girl? Yeah, girl. Let's get into it. So today for this episode, we are so excited to have the team behind World According Magazine. So to start off, would you guys like to introduce yourself, talk about the company and just you as individuals? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll start off. Uh, my name is Brandon Carbolito. I'm the CEO of World According, and I was the one that started the team. I was the one that brought everybody together. Um, all of these individuals have different creative backgrounds, and that was the biggest push for me to get them all on the same team. I wanted everybody to have their own sense of style as well as creative backgrounds um, because that makes the best art, in my opinion. Everybody collaborating from different angles creates the greatest product for us. So. Uh, with that, I'll turn it over to my guys. Um, I'm Darcy, and I am also the editor-in-chief for World Recording. Um, I work alongside with Brendan, and um, I met him a couple years ago, but just recently we, you know, got closer, and um, he asked me to join kind of his creative label, um, and yeah. Uh, I'm Benedict, and... Pretty much similar to Darcy, uh, I kind of started my own little clothing brand, Made Wall Slimpin', and from there, uh, Brendan reached out to me, and he, we spoke a little bit. He liked the way, uh, I guess, my creative thoughts were aligned with his, and from there, we just started working together and coming up with this magazine. Uh, I'm Max. Uh, I'm a musician mainly, but uh, Brendan and I met through working at Norsem together and just have a, an interesting history of friendship. <laughs> uh, and uh, I was actually, I'm actually the last member to join like the core team for the World Recording Mag. Um, but yeah, we've been working together for a while now and just respect each other as uh, creatives and that's how we're here. That's amazing. So um, kind of just bouncing off what um, Max just said, when did you guys um, decide to start the magazine and you know, start working together? Well, so I started the creative agency. So World According itself is a creative agency. Um, the magazine is a byproduct of our agency as a whole. So everybody that's a part of the magazine is in, is, I consider a part of our team in some capacity, in some way, shape or form. Um, we started World According, or I started World According back in March when we first got into quarantine because I wanted to get all of my creatives together and I didn't want anybody to be dormant while we were all in isolation. I wanted to make every make sure that everybody was on the same page in regards to the productivity that could happen in the comfort of their own home. The magazine was actually started as a creative meetup in person, a physical creative meetup uh, that I wanted to do with artists from a bunch of different backgrounds, very similar to how we did in the magazine. Uh, but however, with COVID-19, we weren't allowed to do that. And I felt that it was going to put way too many people at risk. So we decided to create a magazine, which was the easiest way to display everybody's art in one place in a physical form. 
uh, we wanted to allow everybody to go back to the magazine as a source of inspiration and um, creative ambition, basically. We wanted to show everybody that no matter how old, how young, what age you are, you know, what, what, how you identify your ethnicity, your race, none of that matters. What matters is the passion that you have for whatever creative field that you're in. And uh, we're more than happy to help you guys show it. That's what the magazine is. Yeah, and um, it first kind of like started as like, you know, things had to shift around with our, with Brendan's original idea. Um, and it first kind of started as like, kind of like, oh, we should make a book. And we were like inspired by like Rachel Abdul's book and just like the extraness that goes into collecting kind of like all of our ideas and putting it in one book. And then Brendan had the idea of doing the magazine and it was first kind of like, is it even possible type thing? And um, it, this all kind of happened back in June and um, Brendan pitched the idea to me and it was first kind of like a joke or like, oh, you know, like how cool would it be if we actually did it? And then like that same day I sent Brendan the logo that we have and then like a mock-up of our of our cover that completely is different now. But, um, and then from there, we just kind of were, like it just felt more like achievable and more possible like having like a physical cover idea. And so from there, we just kind of felt like it was realistic for us to even put something together. And, and then Brendan pulled in Ben and then just recently pulled in Max. So um, that's amazing. That's so cool that y'all are working together. And I don't know, for the volume one, Sydney and I were like super inspired seeing every artist you guys brought together. Um, speaking about, you know, volume one, do you guys want to like convey a certain message with um, the first volume or Maybe like a specific emotion. Mm -hmm. I think that the the conversation that we wanted to start with the first issue of the magazine was just to set the precedence that you can do anything that you want, and it doesn't matter how old you are, and it doesn't matter what the credibility in the game that you have is. It doesn't matter about any of the stuff that most people think or society argues us to think that it matters whether you went to FITM or you went to you know, a design school or any of that, it doesn't. And that was, the biggest, that was the biggest push that I had for our entire team. You know, the fact that none of us are classically trained in Photoshop, Illustrator, InDesign, all the Adobe suites, and we were able to create something like this, just goes to show you the, the willpower of my team and the, and the drive and ambition of my team. Everything that I do only gets done because I can run it off of them. And that was the big push. As long as we, as long as we work as a, as a creative culmination instead of individuals, then everything is gonna work out just fine. And that's why I kept having to reassure everybody, no matter if we were, you know, there's sometimes where we went into slumps where we wouldn't meet for a week and a half. But with the precedence that we set, the, the standard for greatness that we set, I knew that everybody was working, regardless of whether we were taking the time to, to meet or not. And that's a big deal for, for not just me, but I know for everybody else on this team. Just the confidence in each other to know that everybody's working just as hard as the next person or wanting to work even harder. And that's the thing that keeps this ball rolling. And that's the, that's the message that we wanted to convey, that, that no matter what you are, who you are, 
you can do whatever you want as long as you put your mind to it and just put a little bit more effort than the average person is. And uh, going off that, it's it's about passion too. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going to turn out like the art and uh, the magazine and everything wouldn't turn out the way it has and I know will continue to without that passion and that um, almost it's a, you have to sacrifice yourself for the art that you create. And, um, and I think especially with volume two um, and the different artists we're, we're working with for this one is that's kind of the main um, goal is that all of the artists that we work with are, are truly passionate about it and are willing to make sacrifices in order to live and survive as an artist. I think that your message and everything that is about this magazine is super inspiring, just what you said. And I know like we're super excited to see the future volumes that, you know, that you guys will release. Excited <laughs> to see like where everything goes with that. Um, but we also wanted to touch more a bit on like creativity, um, ask like just like a few questions. Like first one we wanted to ask was, what is creativity to you? And do, your, do you consider yourself to be creative? Um, I think to me, creativity is always based off of like authenticity and a lot of like what we come up with as individuals stems from what we have been through or where we come from. And I think creativity has to include some form of authenticity where you're including some type of reference, either if you're doing it on purpose or not, it just kind of naturally comes out. Um, And I think over the past year, I've definitely have grown to accept that I'm a creative. I think I've really struggled with the term for a a long time to where I felt like I wasn't um, experienced enough where I didn't have the capacity to really hold a level to call myself a creative, especially as, you know, I look up to so many other creatives out there that I felt like they are a lot more qualified than I am and but I think within the past year that I've worked with with Brendan and the team um, I've grown to kind of come to terms that I am um, but I think create like 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 when I hear the word I I don't think of just art I think everything that we do is creative it comes from imagination and it comes from from where we come from and you know when we're kids I think creativity is a lot more kind of put on and it's like really embraced versus when we kind of grow up creativity kind of is taken away and so when I hear that word I always kind of reference to history and it kind of just all kind of comes together so yeah yeah Yeah, going off of that oh go ahead oh I've been uh, all right I'm gonna go I'm gonna go uh I've been working as a musician for like four and a half five years now so I've been comfortable with myself as a creative person um the the main thing is is growth though as a creative like as a creative um so like I'm comfortable with myself as a musician but I'm not comfortable with myself as a designer and you know a magazine editor but it's not about me being comfortable it's about me being willing to put in the work to make sure my what I'm doing turns out the way I want it to and it's so creativity kind of is very subjective too it's like it you can make yourself whatever you want to be as long as you're willing to make sacrifices and put in 
pour your heart into it. And yeah, Darcy saying that he wasn't uh, Darcy saying that he wasn't a creative person is the funniest <clears throat> shit I've heard in weeks because he is one of the most creative people I've ever met. All right, then. Um, <laughs> off of that. I was just gonna say that uh, yeah, for me, creativity is kind of both what you guys say about uh, authenticity and kind of challenging yourself because to me like anything can be creative if it's kind of just like challenging your mind and kind of putting yourself in an uncomfortable position and being able to figure out I guess how to make that a comfortable position for yourself um and I think that just takes creativity to figure that process out so to me I think we're all creatives I think um yeah that you don't have to be doing some type of art form necessarily to be a creative. I think if you're just constantly challenging yourself to figure out ways to overcome certain challenges, you have to be creative to do, uh, you know, to figure out that process. Personally, my, my opinion on creativity is that it's a mindset and that it's ever changing. So anybody that considers themselves a creative, it doesn't have to be an artist. It doesn't have to be a photographer, a filmmaker, a designer, anything like that. Similar to how Ben said it, I think that, you know, if you, if you consider yourself creative, you don't have to be an artist. You know, there's, there's plenty of creative computer engineers. There's plenty of creative um, accountants. There's all of these different professions and occupations have plenty of creativity within the field. It's a matter of how you use the creativity to further your platform and to further your voice. And as a person that does consider themselves a creative in multiple different aspects of creativity, I think that create the word creative is just synonymous with uh, self-expression. And however you see the world and however you look at the world, that's how you're going to create. And that's the basis of the name World According. It's um, the whole idea that no matter who you are, you see, the, you see the world from a different perspective than we do. And therefore you make art in a different way. You see art in a different way. And you visualize art in a different way. So allowing different artists with all these different perspectives to have a platform that's authentic to them, that's what World According is. And that's, and that's the reason that it's a creative agency and not, and not just a publication. I was going to say, relating that to our first magazine, just like think about the different features we had. We had a cook, we had an interior designer, we got clothing brands, we had podcasts, we had, you know, music artists, um, just touching base with all different types of creative platforms um, kind of just shows, I guess, wrapping it all around to motivation and inspiration that anything can be creative. And, you know, ultimately that is what we're all about. When you create, would you say that there's someone or something that inspires you? Um, I guess you could say so. No, for sure. I think inspiration just comes from experiences or, but it, it can also just be like, you know, something sporadic, obviously, but I don't know for, for me personally, I definitely do, uh, gain a lot of my inspiration from, um, my heritage, my family, things that I just see, social media and stuff like that. So pretty general stuff. I'd say I, I gain a lot of just random types of inspiration, but trying to add my own touch to it as well. 
Um, I think for me, same as Ben, I draw a lot of inspiration from my experiences, especially being Latino. Uh, but I think I hold myself to a lot of kind of beliefs that I kind of hold myself to of like, I always think of what I make and what I create isn't for me, it's for other people. And so it's kind of what does that affect, you know, other people? Like when I look at art and fashion, um, it makes me feel some type of way and it kind of creates a, an emotion or it brings a memory. And so when I create, I think of kind of who's going to see this and kind of what effect is it causing. And um, I think of a lot of what I do, I think of in eras. And so I always reference back to where I am in that in moment in time and what I believe in and what I kind of associate myself with. And a lot of my inspiration is looking towards the future and you know, if I have kids one day, like what are they going to kind of feel when they look at my stuff and, um, or just people in general and um, kind of creating things that allows this form of validation for other um, upcoming designers and creatives to kind of feel like they have a place somewhere. Um, growing up, I was never really exposed or allowed to kind of be creative, um, especially growing up in a very like Catholic Latino, like old school, it was kind of just sticking to that, you know, straight road to becoming a doctor or, or an attorney. Um, and so when I create, I my inspiration comes from that, that I want, you know, little kids to one day see my art and feel like they're accepted or they're valid um, because there isn't, much out there and a lot of art or really anything when it comes from people that have privilege it's always kind of has more of a platform people that have privilege have more of a platform and so you know when I'm able to create stuff that really probably would never be received it's kind of cool and that's where my inspiration comes from and um it keeps me going and especially when I think of my life in eras um I like to hold things in secret when I'm kind of in this like right now I'm like I consider myself in this new era of what I you know brand as Darcy and um maybe in five years I will probably be in a whole different era and my inspiration might be different but overall it always stems from what future will look like so yeah, um, I draw a lot of my, I, I'm an extroverted person. So I think I draw a lot of my inspiration and energy from the people around me, um, which is why working in team settings is like beyond valuable to me. Uh, with World According, I'm working with all these guys and uh, a lot of my inspiration comes from them and seeing them work and seeing, you know, the amount of themselves that they pour into like every single little detail um, I think that inspires me and drives me to be better as an individual more than anything. Um, and the same goes with my music. Uh, I have a team, I have a producer and I have an audio engineer and they're on their shit. Like they know what's going on. They do it really well. And, uh, I just, I always feel that if the people around me are working harder than me, I'm doing something wrong. So it's like, when I see people really working hard and pouring their hearts into whatever project, whatever, you know, passion of theirs, 
whatever it is, um, that inspires me, that drives me more than anything. For me personally, I think that a lot of my inspiration comes from just wanting to create cool shit for the rest of my life. And I genuinely mean that. For the rest of my life, and I've said it to every single one of these guys on multiple occasions, that I just want to create cool shit. You know, I just want to help people get their voices out there. And I just want to be able to create something that people are interested in. And not just interested in because it comes from me or not just interested in because it comes from our brand. I want people to be genuinely interested in it because of what it is. That's why I don't really promote myself as Brendan Carbolito. That's why I don't put my name out there like that because I want the products to speak for themselves. And a lot of my inspiration comes from the fact that I'm a very outdoorsy person and I go on a lot of walks and I go on a lot of drives and bike rides and things of that nature. And I take a lot of pictures. I draw a lot of inspiration from nature, in all honesty. And for my designs, my clothing designs, uh, a good majority of the actual embroidery or a good majority of the actual physical designs that I make are based on the natural world that I see around me, whether it's color, whether it's lines, whether it's shape, all of that comes from the natural world. And in addition to that, it's just, how cool can I make it without it being tacky? Genuinely, how, how, how impressive, how aesthetically pleasing, how, how can I turn people's heads or how can I, how can I get people to respond to me? Like you did that? That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for, for the surprise. I'm looking to shock people and genuinely just create cool shit for forever, basically for as long as it allows me to. Nothing feels better than shocking people. I love it when under, when people underestimate us. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. I mean, I I feel like we said inspirational so much, but it's true. Like, not only are you guys inspirational as individuals, but you know, linearly, linear in a linear. I'm sorry. As a team, y'all are also super inspirational, and y'all are forced to be reckoned with. Um. So kind of speaking a little bit more um, as individuals, as, as a team, um, when and where do you feel most creative? I feel like the amount of like creatives we've speak, spoken to again um, throughout quarantine, it's been hit or miss with if they're being creative or if they're kind of, you know, taking shit like day by day. But has quarantine also affected your guys' creativity? Has it like heightened it? Has it no, lowered it at all? In all honesty, ever since March, I haven't stopped working. And I know for a fact that like a lot of people, uh, a lot of my friends, my personal friends during quarantine took the time to focus on themselves and focus on their own mental health or their own personal goals. And I genuinely think that that's a great, great thing. For me personally, I know that I had to continue to keep busy and I figured that if I wasn't going to go to school and I wasn't going to have any of the other opportunities that I had prior to COVID, that I was going to have to do something for myself. And I knew that if I wanted anything done correctly, I would have to do it. So ever since then, I just realized that the precedence that you set for yourself carries over into everybody else that you bring along. So if I'm not working, then nobody else is. 
And if I'm not, that's my mindset. If I'm not working, then everybody else doesn't have to work either. Because why would they follow me if I'm not doing it myself? So keeping that same ambition, keeping that same drive throughout the entirety of quarantine um, from March up until this point in time, continuing to push out different designs, continuing to talk to different individuals about their creative process and continuing to take photos, videos, everything that pours into the body of work that we're doing as a team, it has to be in a constant flow. Because if it's not and it stops and stays stagnant, then we just lose all of our ethos in the community. And the, the big deal for us is keeping it fresh and keeping it new. So that means that we have to constantly keep working to find new stuff, to find new artists, to find new projects, to find new pieces. That's the big deal. Continuing to work is like a big, big, big part of world recording. Because we, all of us here, don't like being stagnant. We really want to push ourselves, but we also want to push the people around us. We want to make sure that everybody's doing, achieving the goals that, that they set out to, to do themselves. And I think that I, I, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I do know that everybody here has been working nonstop for a very, very long time. And I commend each and every one, each and every one of you here, including you, Sid and Soph, because I know you guys are working hard, hard, hard over there. So all of us here have, have been working and I commend everybody here before everybody else gets into uh, how, how much they've been working. So go ahead. Um, I think to, from that idea about working hard, um, I mean, I agree. I don't think I've really stopped working since I joined with Brendan back in March. Um, but I think sometimes we hold ourselves too hard to the standard that like, if you don't have a physical tangible thing that is a result from working hard, we feel like we haven't accomplished anything. Um, the truth is, is that working can consist of being inspired by things and you know, if you're scrolling on, I spend my, you know, three in the morning, you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram, finding inspiration for my future house and the way that I want to, you know, have it be and I save it and screenshot it. Or um, I think before COVID, a lot of what I used to do was just to go like shopping and I would maybe not buy anything, but I would just look around. And that's what I kind of got my inspiration from where I would be like, I would look at something and I would be like, oh, I would do something, you know, like this, or I would change this. And that's why I found my inspiration. But since COVID, I've had to kind of shift that around and kind of see how, where else I can find inspiration. And I include that as work. And um, there were definitely a couple of slow weeks throughout everything going on. But um, I really want to emphasize that working hard can consist of just doing flipping through your magazine because your mind is working and you connect to, to certain things. Um, I'm trying to remember what, what the original question because I feel like I kind of, what was the original question? Um, like when and when, where do you feel most creative? And if like during quarantine, have you been like lacking or has it heightened during quarantine at all? What, Brendan, don't laugh, because you know, it's been a while since you <laughs> asked the question. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, I'm laughing with you. Um, <laughs> as always, as always. Because uh, as everyone know, I can tend to talk for days and I'll forget the question. Um, but I think because, um, <laughs> um, 
we work sorry, really late I'm at sorry, I'm done, I'm done. <laughs> we work really late at night and so um, my inspiration comes to me and when I'm working the most is when it's three in the morning and no one's bothering me and I, I feel like safe and I feel like no one's in my way and I'll just be sitting in my living room pitch black and I'll be working on stuff um, and that's when I feel the most inspiration come to me and I have no reason why I have no idea why it's 3 a.m. or past midnight um, but I think because of COVID I've been in my house for a year when normally I'm not really here um, and living in a small apartment in the Bay Area it's kind of hard to find space to feel safe and comfortable um, especially being Latino again old school parents they don't get it and they kind of find it funny or they, you know, make a comment or a joke or there's always some type of interruption or there's no us playing, you know, Monday through Friday from 5 p.m. and so on. And so, yeah, I find my inspiration to be when everyone's asleep, it's dead quiet. Um, I'm a very introverted person um, and so I like kind of quietness and just peace and serenity. So, yeah. Yeah, I love chaos. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah uh, Darcy and I are very different, but we get along very well because of it. Um, but yeah, I... And crazy I, enough, we're both Leos and... I was going to ask what y'all signs are. Yeah. What do you mean it's I'm a, a Leo? It's an important... No, wait, you're a Virgo. I'm a Virgo, yeah. His horizon's Leo. <laughs> I, don't, paradise. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what all this means, but I know what I am. So. <laughs> um, but no, I, I think uh, I'm definitely the most creative. Again, so quarantine has made things very difficult for me, um, especially since, as I said before, I, I draw a lot of my inspiration and energy from the people around me. Um, mainly of the other creatives that I associate with. Um, so being stuck inside with my family a lot is like really tough. Um, but I just try to get outside. Um, I really like being out in nature, same as Brendan does. Um, and I'm kind of, I go with the flow. So it's like every day I kind of do things different. Um, I don't really have a set like, oh, I'm most productive after midnight. I'm like, oh, you know, today I woke up at fucking 12.30. Uh, it's like, I guess I'll just sit around for two hours and then at like three, um, I'm chilling. Like I'm just ready to go, I'm ready to work on stuff. Um, and then some days I wake up at 9 a.m. and I'm out the door. Um, so yeah, I don't know, Nothing's nothing is ever set in stone for me. For me, I guess I'm a little bit of both. Like I like being alone. Um, just so you could always have that free mind, no one to disturb you. Um, just, you know, it's just you and yourself. Um, but definitely hanging around, hanging around a lot of like creative people has definitely, definitely pushed me to just see different perspectives. Um, you know, you, you could ask these guys for issue one. I I'm over here talking about different types of, you know, layout concepts, the most absurd stuff. Like meanwhile, my, you know, I don't really know how to use Photoshop or InDesign like that. And I'm over here pitching these guys like the most like abstract ideas. So hanging out with, 
you know, these guys and just any of my other creative friends has definitely helped me step out of my comfort zone. Um, but going back to the other question, like quarantine has definitely uh, helped me be more creative because I mean, before I've always just been into fashion. It's just something that just like interested me type of thing, but something that I never really try to tap into. Um, but quarantine comes around and you know, when you can't find a job, you're just like, let me just do my own thing. So I just started my own clothing brand. And then now I'm part of like this magazine. So quarantine has definitely leveled me up significantly in terms of my creative, uh, creative path. Yeah, really quickly, I wanted to just add that um, I don't think I would have ever worked in this manner had it not been one for Brandon, but two, the situation. Um, I've always believed, right? At least I've been taught that, you know, you had to go to college first and then, you know, you get an internship and then you kind of, once you have your degree, you can start working. And um, I think it relates to the question of, you know, when do I feel most inspired? And it's literally when I'm having those like late night 3 a.m. FaceTimes with Brendan and he's going on a tangent about an idea and it kind of pushes my boundaries to think a little bit differently because my inspiration is definitely a lot different than, you know, Mr. Polito and um, the whole team. And um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to just say that because I really have always kind of had a, a desire to work in this manner where I'm pushing my boundaries and my kind of ideas out there and making them a reality. But I just always felt like I wasn't prepared or I had to have a degree first to do what I wanted to do. I, yeah, ditto. Yeah, that's everything for me. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan's turn. Talk. <laughs> Go ahead, you heard him talk. Okay, let me just start. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we go off of this topic, I would like to, for the record, say that no one here is professionally trained at what they do by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not a classically trained designer. Max is not a classically trained musician. Darcy and Ben both never went to fashion school. All of us are doing this out of our own, basically off the top of our head. All of those, I mean, they're not gonna be able to see this. It's the passion. Podcast, but all of these pants right here, we're off top. Like these are all freestyles. So I think that was like the biggest thing is like, none of us are elitist, you know, design school, you know. Grads kids. or whatever. Yeah. We're all just we're all just people that enjoy art and just enjoy design. Just in, love the game. In one way, shape, or form. And we felt like the inspiration that we can draw from each other is greater in in the community. And if we didn't have that rapport with one another and if we didn't have that those conversations where Max and I go back and forth about Hey, B, do you think that this will work? Blah, 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 blah. I'm worried about this and this and this. And I'll be like, no, nah, Max, this and this and this is going to happen. So that way this is obsolete. Having those different different angles for these different creative endeavors that we're partaking in is, is a big deal. 
especially when none of us are classically trained because nobody here is taught how to think. Nobody here is, is told by a teacher that this is the way you should stitch this, this is the way you should play this instrument, and this is the way you should take this picture. All of us are going off of our own prior knowledge or the research that we do on a daily basis. And that's the beauty of this entire creative agency. Most, a good majority of these people do it out of love and out of passion, similar to everybody else, how everybody else has mentioned that. The, the consistent theme of passion throughout your work and throughout your pieces is a huge deal in world according, but, but specifically to all of us individually. It's, it's the genuine authenticity that we're looking for. And that was the big deal for us. And that's why inspiration for all of these guys comes in very, very, very different ways and in different forms because there are, none of them are classically trained. They're not gonna feel the most inspired in a, in a lab. They're not gonna feel the most inspired in a studio. They're probably gonna feel the most inspired while they're driving down 101 or 280 looking out the window, listening to music at 3 a.m. at night or you know, cruising to San Francisco, blasting music. That's honestly probably where we grab a lot of inspiration from because we're everyday people that just happen to have a lot of passion for what we do. And that's genuinely the beauty of it. I think like that fact just makes it just like super real and just super genuine, which is like why I can see like this magazine like going somewhere like big great definitely like what you're doing what you're all doing is just it's great to see and yeah i'm excited thank you sis we really appreciate it yeah of course but kind of like just wrapping it up wrapping up the episode is there any new projects either collectively you're doing or any individual projects coming up that you want to plug yeah so we have issue two coming out at the beginning of next month and we are really really looking forward to everybody's uh, support and love for all of that we really really appreciate your guys specific support but everybody else has been has given us a ton of love and we're so thankful to everybody uh, we just look forward to continuing to push out new art and and show you guys what we're about yeah um yeah so issue two as he said beginning of next month um i have a single drop in February 2nd, um, Prof Mac, P-R-O-F, period, M-A-C-C, on any streaming service on there. Uh, so look out for that. Uh, yeah, issue two is coming. Extremely excited. A lot of dope features. A lot of dope content as per usual. A lot of passion um, being put into our work. And shoot, personally, made while snipping. I'm always dropping random stuff at random times so i mean just always just stay ready for that i will have a pop-up hopefully in pe in february though in san diego though so stay tuned for all that made while underscore simpin um i will be continuing my work with the whole team um issue two i thought different um i think it's a lot more kind of polished i, I think we really took our feedback from issue one um, and really applied it to issue two. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're all really excited and the whole idea is to just keep pushing issues every so months and continuing the work that we're doing and growing. And like Sid said, the whole goal is to kind of push this whole 
new perspective on what creatives can do and making it big um, and pushing this new perspective um, and kind of shifting the idea of what um, this kind of dated medium will look like. Print, I think, is kind of has mixed feelings here and there, but we're trying to bring it back and redefining it, um, especially with um, decisions that are made from big fashion magazines, um, which are mainly all owned by Condé Nast. And yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining this episode. As always, check these people out. Um, we'll be tagging you guys on Instagram and everything. And yeah, thank you so much again. Thank Thanks you. for having us, guys. Absolutely. Really thank you for having us. <laughs>